Welcome to Photography of the Neck Podcast. I'm your host, B. Smitty. I'd never seen Andy so close with anyone, and I'd never seen Jean so close with anyone. This was a real, these guys really loved each other. And Jean tried to do that collaboration show with him and thought he was going to get some kind of approval for doing this. And we accepted it and it was a good thing. Finally at the tail end of being under quarantine from having COVID, it was a rough start and kind of lingered for quite a bit there, but I'm feeling much better today. Um, I'd say about about 95% better, to be honest. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. So I'm excited to move on from that whole situation and being quarantined and just being sick and definitely excited to get things going. I got something started here as I've been slowly feeling better um, with the print shop and Patreon is set up and uh, refigured. It's patreon.com slash bsmitty. I've talked about it before. There's new pricing. The pricing is actually lowered in the higher tiers and just different kind of setup going on over there. So if you want to check that out, again, that's patreon.com slash bsmitty. And the new print shop is going to be dropping soon too. If you want to go to bsmitty.com and just kind of keep an update with, with what's going on over there, I'd say in the next couple days here if not sooner i just don't know when exactly it's going to drop some I mean, new prints available um, new merch is actually on there um, as well already so if you haven't checked that out um, definitely lurk bsmitty.com again bsmitty.com so let's get into this episode so i was pretty excited to highlight this brief friendship and mainly because it was about it's about creating it's about being excited it's about inspiration and I think when I was in quarantine, there's like a, a lot of that when I was just like down and out, I was still researching stuff and thinking about things, just a lot of just like zombified thought and what I want to do moving forward. And and I was thinking about that one photo of uh, Warhol and Basquiat by Ricky Powell, and um, that pops in my head when I think of um, just his quote, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's basically like, you know, Ricky Paul talks about, you know, make sure you get up, put your pants on, get outside, maneuver, grab your camera. You know what I mean? If you can't put your camera on your shoulder, you know, you're in the wrong business. You know what I mean? It's it's really just that the act of getting outside with your camera and making things happen. And and it's also the same way to per, like deploy content. You know, it's it's all right get in the right mind frame, sit at the desk, open up the computer, you know, get things done and deploy it. You know, it's, it's kind of the same process as well from making the content and actually deploying the content and digging into the archives is a big part of that. This working on this print shop is a big part of it. Patreon's a big part of it. It's really just making these things happen. And so I, when I was thinking about that Ricky Powell quote, and, you know, obviously he has some amazing photos and I like that Warhol Basquiat one. So I was like, you know what, let's, let's talk about, you know, that friendship because I didn't know much about it. This is going to be kind of a, a brief kind of overview and, and uh, 
um, there's definitely a lot you could look into, I'm sure. And there's, you know, Warhols, uh, there's a book out, Warhols, and we'll talk about that. But yeah, let's get into this episode of Warhol and Basquiat. And if you want to check out that photo of uh, Warhol Basquiat by Ricky Powell, I put it up on my Instagram, at photographyiliacpod. So definitely check that out. So they were introduced to each other in 1982. Warhol was already, you know, huge you know, art star. He was, he was, everyone knew who he was, you know, everyone knew who Warhol was and Basquiat was like the new up and comer. He's the, you know, he's big in New York, but not, you know, worldwide like Warhol. And when they were introduced to each other, it kind of was like this perfect blend of, you know, you know, veteran and newcomer, you know, and they both fed off each other artistically. And it was mostly as in like, Hey, I'm hyped on this this new young guy and the young guy being I'm hyped on this, you know, veteran. You know, it was just it was just kind of this thing that they both kind of it fell into place for both of them artistically and that became a friendship out of it. You know, due to an untimely death, their friendship was brief, as I think it was about five or six years or so. Um, it was actually the most stuff that Warhol made during that time of their friendship, collaborating, hanging out, making art. He made the most amount of stuff in that time, in a, that amount of time, in his art career. So that kind of just shows when you have the inspiration and feeding off someone else and their their work, it just gives you that motivation to create more work and deploy more work. And artist Keith Haring said, "Quote: Each one inspired the other to outdo the next. Collaborations were seemingly effortless. It was a physical conversation happening in paint instead of words. The sense of humor." snide remarks, the profound realizations, the simple chit-chat, all happened with paint and brushes. In the book Warhol and Basquiat, they went through 130,000 photos of Warhols, um, you know, all shot on film, and you see a bunch of photos of, you know, them working, hanging out, making art, and there's, um, you know, Warhol's diaries talked about a lot about their friendship and, you know, the thought process of um, them making art and what they're doing. And, and you really felt like a really deep kind of, you know, connection, you know, almost like a, a mentor, or like, you know, like a father figure type thing from uh, Warhol with, you know, uh, in regards to Basquiat, you know, being younger and all that. And they seemed really excited and, and happy together to make work. And they they worked together for three to four years, um, just making you know making art, getting together, you know, doing their thing. And they end up doing a joint exhibition of paintings um, at a gallery in New York in late, I think it was fall '85. And this actually ended up being. Um, a problem and they ended up having a falling out after this exhibition. And it's crazy to look at this stuff back then and it's almost the same thing happens today. Um, even from uh, like a photographer standpoint like uh, like me or like a any type of very popular person. So you know you have like this you know legendary artist of the time you know and still, you know, Andy Warhol, you have Basquiat in there. And I think what ends up happening is a lot of just like jealousy, not with them. I'm talking about 
um, critics and stuff like that, reporters, is I think it's when something's new and someone has, um, you know, the reputation of being an artist and, and I, like, a, you know, a popular artist already, that type of thing. I think it's the first things like, hey, how can I, you know, what's actually wrong with this show? What, what's, what's not cool about this show? You know, I think, and that's probably hard on specific people. Some people might take that and be like, it doesn't matter. Like for me, I know people personally who don't like my photography. You know, <laughs> I've had, you know, it's, it just comes with making art. And, but it could be a told, and I could, this is just me riffing here, is, you know, Basquiat was, I think he's like 25 years old during this, you know, exhibition. Uh, Warhol, I believe, was in his 50s. And and it could have been, like, you know, the youth and, you know, being ca- catapulted to this, like, stratosphere of being involved with Warhol and this whole other level. It's not them hanging out making art. It's being, you know, shown and talked about to critics and all that. Like, there was a r- review of the show and that Basquiat got called a mascot to Warhol. So you can kind of get a sense of like what reporters or critics were saying of like, they were just throwing these jabs like, hey, you know, he's just like a, a, a side thing for Warhol. He's not, you know, he's not to Warhol's standards or whatever you want to say, you know what I mean? Like he was being, you know, uh, compared and it wasn't they weren't instead of like enjoying the process of what they were looking at and the and the the final pieces like they were just wanting to make their own story out of it and i think that that's what really happens today is like instead of seeing this thing it's what spin can we do to make a a report on this or like what can we make a spin to make our own story instead of like what the story actually is and um, this this whole um, you know since this got kind of bad reviews and all that um, it didn't do well with um, Basquiat he he had problems with heroin and things um, but he really kind of fell off after this exhibition in the sense of he pretty much stopped making art from what I was researching it it seems like you know he probably was making stuff you know what I mean it's like Maybe it wasn't like there, but it wasn't like the level that he was doing. He wasn't going to Warhols and and painting. He wasn't making a bunch of stuff. There's no more exhibitions, right? There's, it just he kind of fell off the deep end with drugs and all of that. And and I think what compiled to that is um, Warhol ended up dying in 1987, and it was actually only about a year later when Basquiat died of a you know, drug overdose and. Um, Basquiat only being at the age 27. Um, so yeah, I kind of went into like this, this story of inspiration kind of what, you know, sad there at the end, but, um, I, I think there's a, there's definitely lessons to be learned of, um, is to not, and this is obviously just by, you know, again, I'm talking about reports and I, I'm, this is me doing a podcast from reports. So but from quotes and all that scene, you know, it seems like that their process was enjoyed heavily. And then what 
made a f- the falling out was the opinions of others once they've shown their collective works. And there's a lesson to be learned there. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about like what, ha- you know, if, if, you know, if doing drugs had to do with the, with the, the bad reviews or Warhol's death. I don't know if we'll, anyone will ever know that. I, you know, that's, that's not what I'm saying here. I'm talking about the falling out of their friendship is, is could be, you know, you can learn a lesson from that and your own personal self. You know, just let, let's disregard like friendships being broken. Let's, let's talk about just like your own mental state from, um, you know, friends or people on social media or whoever, you know, it's okay that if someone doesn't like your work, there's no way everyone's going to like your stuff. Like, I think the best example is I'm a big fan of David Lynch films. There's a ton of people who don't like his films and they think they're bad or, you know, they just don't get it, you know, whatever. Yeah. For me even to say I get David Lynch films, I don't think anyone does, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's, you know, just like, I like say if I like this movie a lot, so I'm like, oh, I don't like that movie. It's the same thing with making art. Like, so, um, I definitely wanted to point that out um, because I think there's a lot of, especially with social media, you can get, you know, caught up in it. I, and that's why I like really just I like deploying content and and making things, and and deploying them right. You know, it's 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 basically I'm trying to. Che- trying to use social media like my own like exhibitions and I'm and that's what I'm really trying to evolve my content into that's why I've been almost like my Instagram has been kind of stagnant it's because I'm really figuring out what I'm doing moving forward I don't really want to treat it like the way I used to and the way I, I see a lot of it I want it to be more of like here's my work and one thing that really happens too with art is especially how I was talking about where you're going to get people to kind of make their own spin off to maybe bring attention to themselves, you know, from the work, seeing the work. You know what I mean? They're going to make their own negative review, whether, you know, it's granted or not, is art over time seems to generate its own special thing. So there's actually, this just this past November, there's a portrait of Basquiat by Warhol that sold for $40 million. So yeah, let's, let's have that be the lesson today is just enjoy making art, have fun making art. Don't be afraid of what people are going to say. And let's just create stuff. You know what I mean? So I hope you enjoy this episode. I highly, you know, recommend, you know, for you to check out some more Warhol Basquiat stuff. There's a lot online to check out. There's that book. I don't have the book, but definitely be nice to add to my collection. And we'll be back next Sunday for a new episode. I appreciate the support, and I'll talk to you then.